of the Word of God podcast show. My name is Gito Alicia Busana Madile. I hope that your week has been great. I hope that not just only your week, but I hope that your whole uh, month of September has been awesome. Um, it has been a, a power-packed uh, a revelational month indeed remember that this is our month of birthing we are supposed to birth out the purpose the destiny the vision that wish god has for you, our lives so if you have um um if, if you have just um getting started then um please let us come up let us rise up and um become in tune or align ourselves with what god has just said to us that um september it is our month of um of birthing it is a month of birthing the vision that which god has um planned in store for us and i am so glad um that you have managed to join us i know that um, it has been a uh, busy some um and it's actually very interesting yesterday i was telling my husband that um you know kind of you know according to the jewish calendar september is actually the beginning of a new month not a new month but um, it is the beginning of a new year so we already have um countries or people who have already ushered in um 2022 so it is very exciting so what does that mean for you and me so that means that we need to start planning for 2020 we need to start learning and laying the foundation for for our 2020 plan we don't just only have to wait for december for december to come and then we are saying that we are planning for 2022 no 2022 has actually begun so we need to keep abra so we need to run ahead of time and and see that we we lay a foundation for our year 2022 i don't know where that came from but i believe that there's somebody who needed to hear this so that this is the time for you and me to plan for 2022 plan out write the vision plain says the book in habakkuk that we need to write our visions plain before and certain write the vision plain that he who may that the one so that the one may run hallelujah so you and i need to write the vision down so that that revision of 2022 we can begin to run with it because without writing the vision and making it plain there's no way we are going we're actually in a season last week sunday where our where our pastor or where our father and the lord was sharing to us that um without vision um, it's very important for us to have vision so so so, so i'm just um reminded of his teaching when you are saying that vision is imperative because um, if, if if you don't have a vision there's no way you're going so it is very important for you and me guys that right now as, as, as soon as the this podcast start, finishes we, you and i ought to run and begin to write a plan make a vision plan for our 2022 what do we want to see and surrender it god lay it before the altar of god and see what god is going to do remember number two is the number it's, it's a covenant so let us enter into 2022 with that covenant um keeping god in mind hallelujah 
so we are about to start that was just my introduction so just like it is our norm in simplicity of the word of god we first start by acknowledging our teacher we first start by acknowledging our master the holy spirit who is going to be our teacher this morning Father, we thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you, God, for the simplicity of the Word of God podcast. Family members, Lord, listeners, wherever parts of the country they might be, wherever parts of the world they, they might be in, Lord, I bless you for their lives. Father, I pray for the grace, Lord, the grace um, to continue abounding in their lives, mighty God. Father, we are reaching the end times, mighty God. Father, we are asking, Lord, this morning that, Lord, may you give us the grace to hear, can, Lord, to what you are teaching us through your prophets, to what you are teaching us through this word, Lord. Father, you are sending a message of end time to us, Lord. Let us teach us of how to align ourselves to this message, Lord, because, Father, we want to remain faithful to you father when you come back for us lord we want to for you to come back with us prepared lord father help us to prepare lord wherever we are lord if we have diverted from what you have originally called us to be lord i pray that lord may you redirect our plans back to the plan that we should want us to walk in for your own glory and for your name's sake father i thank you spirit of the living god you are welcome you are the teacher you are the master you 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 are the insider you are the one who gives us revelation this morning i decrease so that you might increase this morning holy spirit i worship you my lord i welcome you whoever is supposed to hear this message holy spirit i'm asking that may you quicken them may you help them to locate this message for this is the time for us to arise and shine Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. I thank you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. So I'm just so glad. If you have just joined us, this is Simplicity of the Word of God podcast show. It is a show that is meant to encourage. It is a show that is meant to inspire. It is a show that is meant to help and raise up young people who are who know their God and who in the knowledge of their god they are able to rise up and do exploits so as long as you are a member or as long not a member but as long as if you are listening know that you're not just listening uh because you saw a flyer but you're listening because there's a specific message there's a specific word that which god wants you to hear and i believe that god wants you to be part of the exploit makers i don't know how your life has been i don't know what you might be thinking and seeing but um so i don't know um i i don't even know what exploits are or, or, or i'm not qualified to even do any exploit the bible says that it is the god who qualifies the unqualified it is god who gives wisdom. it's god who has mercy and compassion on whom he chooses to have mercy and compassion upon and the mercy of god it is the same mercy that is capable of writing our stories it is the mercy of god that rewrote um apostle paul's life and that is the same mercy of god that which is still reigning in our time so please please 
please and i'm gonna say this again please don't um underestimate the power of the god we serve please don't underestimate how far god can use you please don't allow um your past failures or your current situations cause you to 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 see yourself in a particular manner because the way in the Bible says that in the book of Isaiah that the thoughts that which God has for our lives they are higher than our thoughts the plans that which he has for our lives are so much bigger than the thoughts that which we are having for our lives so my encouragement is that just let us continue let us arise and 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 dig into the word of God and dig in and find from him Lord what are you saying to my life in this time we are in the book we are continuing our esther bible book challenge and we have completed so far esther chapter one esther chapter two and esther chapter three and today we are kick-starting with esther chapter four i don't know about you but i'm so excited to dig in into the scripture what is very important and what i began to appreciate so much when i i will also encourage you to also um go back um, read these chapters again and see the revelation that god is going to give you and do share you know um do share the, the revelation the understanding that which god gives you as you are also studying this this verse um we are entering into esther chapter four after we learned in the previous um, chapter in the previous episode that um haman had actually paid haman had actually told the king that he actually wants a certain people of a certain group of people being the jews to be in hell um to be killed from the both the young to the old he had actually um convinced the king that these people ought to be killed and letters and um if in our times it could have been billboards uh but posters were sent across the different province provinces to tell to tell and to dictate um to show when this um killing was going to take place so that is where we ended from but we are seeing in chapter 4 that you know when Mordecai remember that um Mordecai he is the uncle to queen Esther so when Mordecai land of this you know um imagine you are you've been just busy you are there and minding your own business and all of a sudden you see a flyer and all of a sudden you see a, a poster in the streets that hey um you are your people i don't know what your ethnicity is but say i am from botswana for example and not just only and within botswana there are different um the different regions and then you are told or no um the people from your region they are going to be killed at such a particular time i just want us to imagine how would we feel about the situation how would how would you have actually felt about it what could you what what could you, what what actions basically could you have done but we are seeing here that rather Mordecai 
he he tore his clothes i mean he 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 was broken he was hurt he was devastated he tore his he he tore his clothes he put on sackcloth and ashes sackcloth and ash was oftentimes it symbolized sorrow it symbolized pain and in other times it symbolized sacrifice so he tore his clothes he put on the sackcloth he put on this uh, uh um the garment of sorrow and pain he he didn't just only keep it to himself but he went around the city wailing like he was crying all aloud and and i believe people could hear him he was crying broken inside because such a decree had been made against his people but what is interesting is that in this true it says that but he went only as far as the king's gate because no one clothed in sackcloth was allowed to enter it and i began to un- and i began to understand that the king there was a particular manner in which one had to enter into the presence of the king one wouldn't just wake up and go and say that i want to see the king or i want to enter into the presence of the king or into the vicinity of where the king was no people had to wear a certain set of garments but we are seeing here that mordecai was wearing sackcloth and he was not able to be allowed he couldn't enter into the other places of the king's palace he could only stop near the gate because why the king had set rules that these are the kind of clothes these are the kinds of garments that which i want people who are coming into my kingdom or into my palace rather i want them to be dressed in a particular manner I mean it just made me to rem- it just made me wonder about what about the king of kings the lord of lords how are we entering before his presence how are you which type of garments are you entering into the presence of god with the bible says in psalms 100 and psalms 100 if i'm not mistaken um let me quickly go there let me quickly go there let me quickly go there go psalms 100 yes it is enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise So clearly this verse is also highlighting that there is a particular manner that which you are supposed to enter into the presence of the kings of kings there's a particular manner in which you are supposed to enter before the gates of the king of kings we are not just only supposed to enter we are not supposed to enter with a double minded hearts we are not supposed to enter with um can this really be done or can this really not be done no 
we are not supposed to enter with a mentality of what if into the presence of the Lord. But rather we are supposed to enter with a single mindedness or the single pursuit and understanding that when I make this request, my Lord is going to grant it. We are not supposed to enter into the presence of God wearing garments of doubt, wearing garments of double-mindedness. Remember that James chapter 1 verse 8, it says that a double-minded person, he's unstable in all his ways. He's unstable in all his ways. So that is a reflection or that is an understanding that or, um, how have I, that's, that's, when we are receiving teaching as this, it is the time for us now to understand or, how, how have I actually been coming into the presence of my father? How have I been coming into the presence of the kings of kings? Have I been, en- been entering the right way or not the right way? I don't know about you. Let us continue. But what was also key as I began to to dig deeper into this uh, verse, uh, into this chapter, pardon me, was that um, in the last in the last verse, in verse fifteen, I'm skipping because of time. But in the whole of chapter four, we are seeing a dialogue between um, Esther and Mordecai, where Mordecai was sharing her the need for her to come and approach to go and approach the king on their behalf and Esther comes back with a with with a very interesting response that um that response is that um, there is her response is in verse 11 all the king's official and the people of the royal provinces Know that for any man or woman who approaches the king in the inner court without being summoned, the king has but one law, that they be put to death unless the king extends the gold scepter to them and spares their lives. But 30 days have passed since I was called to go to the king. Very interesting. Very interesting indeed that. We are seeing um, Esther bringing the facts to Mordecai that these are the facts currently in the palace, that there is no one who just enters into the king without him being called. But look at what Mordecai says. He is actually reminding Esther about her purpose, that, hey, Esther, you are not just any bride there. You are not just a queen, but uh, you are not just brought into the king's palace just so that you can occupy the talent just so that you can occupy the position or the title of being called a queen but there's a position or there's a purpose greater than than you think esther so esther wake up this is the time for you to fulfill your purpose of why you're brought into the king's palace this is something very deep and sometimes it made me understand that sometimes God doesn't, not sometimes, but God doesn't just elevate us to certain positions just so that we can relax, keep calm, you know. No, 
God elevates us to certain positions for a reason. Not just only for us to get the big mullahs, the big monies at the end of the day, but he elevates us so that we can be a voice to other people who are down. So what has been your position? What have you used the position of influence that God has given you for? Have you used it to oppress the people who are down below you? Or have you used that position of leadership that which God has, has risen you to so that you can be a voice for the young people? So that you can be a voice for the people who are below you? Can you say like Mordecai to Esther? Can somebody say to you that you have been brought for such a time as this? And not just only being brought for your own self so that you can be seen, but for humanity's sake. And the last thing that is very um, touching that I got to understand as I was seeking for revelation, you know, what 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 this chapter is about. I, I, I stumbled across verse 15. Uh, the bold statement that the young lady Queen Esther was making. She said, go gather together all the Jews who are in Susa and fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days, night or day. I and my attendants will fast as you do. When this is done, I will go to the king, even though it is against the law. And if I perish, I perish. I know this is a, 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 um, some of the a phrase that we normally use. But as I began to, I began to understand that um, Esther risked her life. She placed her life on the altar. She didn't choose. Um, she let go of self-centeredness she chose to sacrifice her life for the sake of her people she placed her needs her desires her hopes her admirations at the altar for the sake of her people can you and i do the same thing esther at this point stopped living for herself are you living for yourself or are you living for the people are you living for the purpose that which God has brought you on earth for? And often this purpose is out of um, is out of you or it is out of your self-interest or that purpose that which God has called us for. It, it surpasses your own, uh, my own self-needs there. No, it is beyond that. So at this point, we are seeing the breaking point. We are seeing um, a selfless queen emerging from this. We are seeing Esther putting her life as a sacrifice for humanity. So are we living sacrificial lives? Not just only for ourselves, but for the kingdom of God, for the people. Where am I? Am I still holding on to self? Is it still about me as Peter? Is it still about you as Ted? Is it still about you as Lillian? Are you still focused only around your life? Or are you concerned 
or are you concerned about the humanity are you concerned about the purpose that which god has called you for because the purpose of god it is not just for me to be rich and stop there it is for you to be rich yes but expand and be an influencer and use your wealth to impact other people's lives and one thing that i also learned is that esther focused in the lord Esther did not trust in her position as king, as queen. She didn't trust in her title. She didn't trust in her own beauty. She didn't put confidence in her own flesh because and actually it reminded me of Jeremiah on Jeremiah chapter 17 where the Bible says that cursed is the man who trusts in the arm of flesh. So Esther we are seeing that by her declaring a fast it was showing to us that this was a woman who said this one it is not dependent on me it is not dependent on my outlook appearance so we are seeing that esther her true confidence came from the lord and we are seeing that she did not just only trust in her own beauty and her own title to give way for her but she chose to trust in the art of prayer she chose to trust in the lord so i don't know what situation or what problem that you are in but just like the esther as we are learning from the life of esther in esther chapter 4 we are learning that it is not how cute or how handsome you are that wish that problem is going to be resolved it is not because of the connections that which you have with the soul and soul that wish that problem is going to be solved no it is through prayer that wish that solution is going to be released to you so i am going to stop right there today and we are going to dig deeper next week as we are looking into what happened what were the results of this sacrifice that Esther did the sacrifice of prayer so if you have just joined us this is simplicity of the word of god my name is Kizo Alicia Gusane Mandile and i'm so grateful and i'm so humbled that you have managed to join us and if you have just joined us please do start this podcast again and just hear and listen to how uh, we have evolved for this 26 minutes so with that i just would like us to pray and perhaps you are here and you are saying that kids I don't know that's God that you're talking about but I would love to receive him if you are that person can you pray with me say lord jesus i receive you as my lord and personal savior i believe that you died and rose again for me in the cross of i believe that you died and rose up in the third day for me jesus i ask that you can come into my life right now and be my lord and my personal savior from now until forevermore 
in the name of Jesus. Amen. If you have just prayed this prayer, please, my encouragement to you is that find a church that is nearby. Find a church that believes in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit and get soaked up. And if you have just prayed this prayer and you don't have a Bible, please reach out to us and we would like to give you a brand new Bible because you have just begun a brand new life. So me, from me and the rest of my crew, thank you so much. But before we close, I just would like us to pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the sharing of your word this morning. We thank you, God, for reminding us once again that, Lord, you want us to trust on you, God. Every situation that we are going through, Father, I thank you for today's message. Thank you for today's teaching, which is encouraging us to go back to the altar of prayer, Jehovah. Lord God Almighty, I'm just asking for that special grace, Lord. Touch our prayer lives, mighty God. Resurrect every prayer life which was dead. Strengthen the prayer life of that my sister, that my brother who's weakened. Strengthen it for your name and for your glory's sake, Jehovah. We desire to see you, Father. We desire to live for you, Father. Thank you, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We prayed, amen and amen. Thank you so much. This is the simplicity of the Word of God podcast show. My name is Kito Alicia Kusana Madile. We'll see you next week, same time, same place. Bye-bye.